five, four, three, two, one, ignition. We have liftoff. Hello world. Hi. And welcome again to the Sunday Frogbox. It is show 54 on the 3rd of June <laughs> 2018. And this week in sweet music is such art. Which is the name of a poem by Mr Shakespeare. And it's all about Shakespeare. Inspired by Shakespeare, songs that include Shakespeare type lyrics, uh, bands named with Shakespeare, song titles, that sort of thing. Anything to do with the bard, Shakespeare. And I'm going to start with uh, possibly the most obvious and my favourite uh, one of these types of things. So, <laughs> possibly the most famous play of William Shakespeare, Romeo and Juliet. And uh, possibly the most famous song by Dire Straits, Romeo and Juliet.
can't do the talk song Like the talk on the TV And I can't do a love song Like the way it's meant to be I can't do everything But I'll do anything for you I can't do anything except be in love with you And all I do is miss you And the way we used to be All I do is keep the beat The bad company And all I do is kiss you Through the bars of a rain Julie, I do the stars with you Anytime Streets, Romeo and Juliet. I, I, I That's very nice. sometimes forget how much I like that song. No, I really it's like just it. Really, really good. 1979, I believe that came out on mm-hmm. the Making Movies album. Well done, Mark Knopfler and your friends for that. Well, I'll tell you about the contest in a minute. But first, exciting news about the dank cellar in which we currently broadcast. This, ladies and gentlemen, will, with any luck, be the last time. We do so from this basement. Ah, because next Friday evening and Saturday during the day, Felix Stowe Radio will be moving from this place up into the daylight and out to the Felix Stowe Academy, where we have a not exactly purpose built, but at least it's got windows and tea and coffee and toilets and That's chairs so and all See? wonderful things like that. Space for more guests, so marvellous. So, with all, if all goes well, next week we'll be broadcasting from our new home. And if all doesn't go well, well, we'll just come back and be miserable. But either way, it'll be entertaining. See you know what? It's quite. I, I'm going to miss it down here. Are you? Yeah, all the mystery. I do like. Uh, I do like sort of going. I like, I like the whole idea of going downstairs yeah, like going into oh, secret, secret location. Mm. But there's no toilets. The stairs are quite steep. No kettle and the lights don't work. I have fallen like twice. (laughs) 
Yeah, nothing works properly. Uh, anyway, never mind. That'll all be behind us. So that's exciting. I'm excited. Now the contest. As I have said, it's a Shakespeare theme today. So I thought what I would do is a Macbeth relay. Mm. Okay. What is a Macbeth relay, Andy? Well, I will tell Sorry, you. Sorry, was that my line? Well, you know. <laughs> Sorry. Help around, but <clears throat> What's a Macbeth relay, Andy? Well, I'll tell you. The part of Macbeth has been played over the years by many, many famous actors mm. on TV and in the films, on stage. And what I have done is I have taken one of the most famous speeches from that. Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow, blah, 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 blah. Mm. and I've taken five famous actors' renditions of that speech, and I put them all together. So the first actor says the first line, and so on and so on. So the whole speech comes out with the five actors. That's very mm. clever. So you have to identify the five actors. That's all there is to it. Some of them are easier than others, but they are all, I have to tell you, they are all very well-known actors. So uh, uh, some of them are more well-known for stage perhaps, but they've mm. all appeared on the screen many times. So they've all been in movies a lot. Okay. So see how many of these you can get. Macbeth Relay. Take one. Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow creeps in this petty pace from day to day to the last syllable of recorded time. And all our yesterdays have lighted fools the way to dusty death. Out. Out. Brief candle. Life's but a walking shadow. A poor player. That struts and frets his hour upon the stage, and then is heard no more. It's a tale told by an idiot, full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. So, there you are. Sorry. (laughs) Now, as you all be aware, Macbeth is a Scottish character, and I have to say, two of those actors uh, took it upon themselves to put on Scottish accents. Mm-hmm. Uh, two of them didn't, and one of them didn't need to, Ooh. Uh, because maybe he already had one. Okay, okay. I've got two. I've got two guesses. Ah, so if you know who they are, or you would like to complain about uh, the price of fish or whatever, then Ooh. please <laughs> ex- <laughs> do so by texting the studio on oh one one three eight five nine zero six nine zero. Start your text, please, with FXR. Or email us. FXR. 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 Start your text with FXR. Or you can email the studio. Studio at felixdoradio.org. Dot UK. Dot UK. So you can. Uh, <laughs> uh, or, or you can come onto Facebook and check out the Sunday Frog Box page. Do mm. tell us who those five famous actors are. Oh, here come the guesses. Here come the guesses. You're uh, rolling in. No, I can tell you now, none of them is David Tennant. Damn it, that was one of my guesses. But that's a good guess. I've got another guess, You're thinking, though. it's a Scottish guy. My other guess, mm, I mm, said, mm, what, what? Is, is my guess right? Yes. It is. Yes. 
Well, I think one of them is. I think one. I think that is the most obvious one. I think yeah. number two is possibly the one that most people will get. No, no, Let's no. play them one more time. Okay, okay. play one more time. This is. I'm enjoying this. Tomorrow, and tomorrow, and tomorrow creeps in this petty pace. From day to day to the last syllable of recorded time. And all our yesterdays have lighted fools the way to dusty death. Out. Out. Brief candle. Life's but a walking shadow. A poor player. That struts and frets his hour upon the stage, and then is heard no more. It is a tale told by an idiot, full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. Hmm. Oh, so, one of my guesses was wrong. There you go. Well, that's exciting. So do do contact us over that. In the meantime, let's do let's do this early this week. Music that Annabelle thinks you should listen to. 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 Music that Music that Annabelle <laughs> thinks you should listen to. Can I be completely honest? Mm? It doesn't really fit with the tone of the week, does it? Shakespeare in sweet music is such art. Well, what have you chosen? I have chosen the theme for Shakespeare in Love because it's a film I like, uh-huh. and well. I don't actually, I don't particularly like or dislike the theme. I just oh, it's it's off. it's a th- it's a movie theme. Oh no. Music from the movie. Yes, it happens to be a movie thing. <laughs> and here it comes.
Isn't that rather nice? And it was a nice film, wasn't it? Oh, I loved the film. It made me cry a lot. Mm. Emotional teenagers. <laughs> Mind you, I, I probably would have cried as well. Don't discredit my emotions just because I'm young. Here's something that's different from that. This is a, a band called Trip Shakespeare. Mm. And this, this is called Swing. And it starts off as like this funky thing, which is great. And then the singing comes in and you think, well, this is really different. I really like it. So uh, see what you think of this. Swing by Trip Shakespeare. <laughs>
like that trip Shakespeare. I like it too. It's just uh, wild. Mm. I love it. They recorded in the studio without the use of headphones. How? <laughs> well, yeah, they just why? played it live. Like, oh, right. Yeah, so, yeah. Very strange uh, lyrics. They were originally going to call it the band Kirk Shakespeare after Captain Kirk and William Shakespeare. Mm. But that was from uh, that swings. There was from their uh, their 1988 album. Are you Shakespeareanced? <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. I might have to listen to more of their stuff. Mm-hmm. Their first album was called Applehead Man, which describes a head being carved from the brightest fruit furthest from the road on the apple farm. Ooh, that's so cool. I mean, I, I like the way their ideas are are going there. Crazy ideas made to think about the way the world is I think mm. Mm, interesting good well I mean get over it get over it that's a helpful thing for people to say isn't it yeah it's so not helpful it's like oh I'm sad get over it oh thank you now I feel perfectly mm. fine the Eagles uh, wrote a song called, <laughs> called Get Over It and I think uh, as they actually said themselves in the introduction to the song they've been watching a lot of daytime TV so there's a sort of Jeremy Kyle kind of thing oh, going yeah. on. And some of the people on there, uh, uh, <laughs> they just outraged them. So they wrote this song um, called Get Over It. <laughs>
more music. Got one of those messages from uh, from Nanny, which is like a, a code message that they print in the papers so that spies do stuff. Yeah. Finished ice cream. Now knitting a pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that tells me to move the secret data <laughs> <laughs> to the embassy. No, thank you <laughs> for that. Yes, no, there are five, uh, to avoid all confusion, there, there are not four voices, there are five voices in my Macbeth relay, which I will now play to you again. We are getting some correct guesses in, mm. and I just realised, this is entirely, I didn't realise this, but I've just thought about it, and um, I shall play them first before I give you that clue. Okay. <laughs> tomorrow, and tomorrow, and tomorrow creeps in this petty pace from day to day to the last syllable of recorded time and all our yesterdays have lighted fools the way to dusty death out out brief candle Life's but a walking shadow, a poor player that struts and frets his hour upon the stage, and then is heard no more. It is a tale told by an idiot, full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. Yep, that's uh, a dispassionate uh, criticism of one of my panto scripts. <laughs> No, no, it's not. It's not. It's uh, it's Macbeth ranting about life. Now, um, it occurs to me that entirely without planning to, I have made it so that four of those actors are actually X Men. Apart, <laughs> uh, one of them wasn't. One of them wasn't because there was no. <laughs> one of them was much earlier than the X Men. But uh, uh, four of them are actually X Men. I didn't plan this, but uh, and if I further tell you because this has been coming in as a wrong guess from more than one place, mm. that none of them are James McAvoy. They, the second last one. Even though he was an just like James McAvoy. Well, that is interesting that you say that, because when you find out who it is, you'll see why I say that it's interesting that you say that. Right. <laughs> Bearing in mind the clue I've just given. It. But anyway, moving on. Moving on. Uh, let's have some more... Um Specifically from Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead A uh, Tom Stoppard play made into a movie in 1990 And this is the end title music from that by Stanley Myers Oh. 
You know, this makes me think. This makes me think that there's a medieval harpsichordist has travelled through time to jam with a rock band. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess that's what they were going for. But, uh, yes, quirky. Uh, just like the uh, the film itself, I believe. I think I should put that on the list. I think I should put it on my list because I know it's a good film, even though I've never seen it. Mm. So, um, I shouldn't really recommend it if I haven't seen it. But there you are. There you are. Well, I'm. You know, it's jingle crazy time today because. Video game music. Video game music. Well, it's music which is used in a video game, and it happens to be a video game what I have just started playing. The uh, you know how video games like start out with a title, mm. and then they get more and more words added as they go through the series. Yeah. Something like Metal Gear. Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid 2, Metal Gear Solid 3. This is Metal Gear Solid 5, colon, The Phantom Pain. Uh, Known uh, as MGS5 TPP. (laughs) (laughs) Which I should have started playing because it came free uh, with my Xbox subscription. Mm -hmm. So I downloaded it, and the first 20 minutes he was crawling around on the floor. It was a hospital bed. He's been in a coma for nine years, and he spent the first 20 minutes of the film just crawling around on the floor trying to get the the strength to stand up. But anyway... Leaving that aside, uh, in that is uh, some music by King Crimson, mm. uh, one of the original prog rock bands. And uh, the reason that I put it in is because it's part of the track is called Tomorrow and Tomorrow, like the uh, not like the speech yeah. you said. So anyway, this is Epitaph by King Crimson. <laughs> Well 
like that. Mm. Well, obviously very sort of... I mean, they're much... Uh, most of their stuff is faster than that. Mm. More guitars and everything, but... Uh, yes, that was that. Well, I think it's a squeeze this in. This is our regular feature. Acapella Corner. That corner of the radio reserved for music without no instruments. instruments. And this is interesting because... You know Shakespeare wrote a lot of sonnets? I do. A sonnet being a 14-line poem mm-hmm. with a particular structure. Yes. Wrote lots of them. And lots of people have set them to music. And this one, this is uh, Stanislav Soika and the Krakow Singers, mm-hmm. who are from, you know, Eastern Europe. Mm. Uh, I, yes, obviously with names like that. Um, but they have set uh, some Shakespeare sonnets to music. And this is Sonnet 33, or XXXIII, as they have put it. Um, and I really like this. See what you think of this.
Yes. So, so what did you think of that um, that acapella? Then? I liked it. Yeah. Mm. I think it was. I think I found it interesting when I kind of thought that, like, oh yeah, they made that out of mm. just lyrics. But then if it was a song, mm. and they just covered it, I wouldn't think it was that great. But mm. I think it's because they. Well, they spent a lot of time before and after the words, just just sort of yeah, just going music. Yes, yeah. clearly enjoy the singing. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's time for some uh, some Billy Bragg now, and uh, you're familiar with the uh, Shakespeare quote about the milk of human kindness. Mm. Well, <laughs> Billy Bragg wrote a song called "The Milkman of Human Kindness." <laughs> Billy Bragg wrote a song called "The Milkman of Human Kindness." I am Billy Bragg, I play guitar, and I carry my amp around on my back. I'm a cockney from London, Can you and stop? I write a protest song. I was very popular mm. in the late 70s and early 80s. You <laughs> may know the songs I did with my band, like Sexuality, or not. Are you done now? Uh, the Milkman of Human Kindness by Mr. Billy Bragg. If you're lonely, I will call. If you're poorly, in poetry I love you I am the milkman of human kindness I will leave an extra pint Of human kindness, I will leave 
I'm in a bus shelter when I'm listening to Billy Bragg. Mm. Like he's a street musician. But he did, he just carries his amp brown batteries on a big sort of backpack. Yeah. <laughs> he was a phenomenon. A phenomenon. And he's uh, outspoken on various social issues. You'd probably like him. Mm-hmm. He's a good guy. Right, well, the uh, fascinating news is that. Uh, well, we have one completely correct answer. Woo! Thanks to Mr. Google being used. I think maybe my clue gave too much away. Yeah. When I said four of them were X-Men. So, uh, yes, you can let me guess who's got them all right. Is <coughs> It might be. <laughs> Nanny has got only four of them and has given up and gone back to her pumpkin. So, uh, come on, Nanny. You've you got one to go. Get the last one. I'll play them to you again. Tomorrow, and tomorrow, and tomorrow, creeps in this petty pace. From day to day to the last syllable of recorded time. And all our yesterdays have lighted fools the way to dusty death. Out. Out. Brief candle. Life's but a walking shadow. A poor player that struts and frets his hour upon the stage and then is heard no more. It's a tale told by an idiot full of sound and fury. Signifying nothing. Nothing. Is that last one an audio book? It's not an audio book, but it is is a thing. Um, it's a YouTube where actors read speeches from Shakespeare. Oh right. Okay. Mm. It yeah. sounded like it was recorded. Like it, radio. it was recorded very very well, rather than just being part of a play. Yes, yes, it was done for that purpose. Good. Well spotted. Do you know? I'm, I'm arguing myself. I don't. <laughs> You know, I always do. They might be giants. Do you want to not do it? I kind of want to not do it Fair because it's stomp box today, and uh, I'll tell you what. I'll play you a few seconds of it, and you'll understand why I don't want to do it. So, uh, sorry, John and John. They might be giants. Boy. They might be giants. No, I, I can't. I'm sorry. I mean, like I mean, it's a style I don't like. I, I know they're doing it for a purpose. It's only in there because it says something about put you pour your poison in my ear, which is a reference to uh, Hamlet. Poison being poured into someone's ear. Ear poison is a thing in Shakespeare. So, no, it's my show. I'll edit them out because I've got other things to do. Okay, okay then. That's that sorted out. And now, time for something else. Uh, although, now I've done that, of course, it's, it's, it's probably thrown my timings out somewhat. But uh, I'm going to play uh, Say No More by Mumford & Sons, because this is... Uh, well, I'll tell you why afterwards. 
It starts off quietly. I always feel obliged to talk over it when it starts quietly. It's a very DJ thing to do. But then you stop talking just before they start singing. Serve God, love the unknown. Then sins not the end. Live unbruised, we are friends. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sun's doing their thing with Sign No More, which is, uh, well, the, the words are based, based on some dialogue between a couple of characters from Much Do About Nothing. Well, let's take us up to uh, up to 7 o'clock with, uh, with something by The Smiths. I'll play this all we go because I know he likes it. The Smiths, Shakespeare's sister. <laughs> Skinny body down, son But I'm going to meet the one I 
7.5 FM and online at felixstowradio.org.uk in association with the Orwell Hotel. This is Felixstowe Radio. Sunday Frog Box with Andy Kimber on Felixstowe Radio. 107.5 FM. There's much, much more. I just thought someone sent us an email, but it's not. It's a, it's a GDPR opt-in email. How many hundreds of those have you had? <laughs> Everyone you've ever given your name to online has been forced to email you to say, do you mind if we still have your details? Because of legislation. So just a little moment of thrill, a little excitement taken away from me because I thought someone wanted to talk to us. But <laughs> they don't. Never mind. Anyway, if you do want to talk to us, you can text the studio on 011-385-90690, starting your text with... <laughs> what? FXR. I was going to leave it to see how long I had to wait before you just do it. Mm. FXR. Dead air is not our friend. <laughs> Uh, or you can email studio at uk. do it for you because I don't want you to do it again um, y- yes or come on to Facebook and berate us on there the Sunday Frogbox page well I'm going to play you something and I want you to listen to this Hannibal because I think you really like this this almost made me cry when I heard this mm-hmm. this is um, my the October project and it's called Ariel that's about Ariel from The Tempest who is uh, Caliban's spirit servant. And, uh, well, I'll play it to you and see what you think of this.
October project. What do you think of that? It's good. I like it. It's just very poignant because it's, it's saying goodbye. Ariel's saying goodbye mm. to Caliban because he wants to be free. He wants to leave, although he loves him, but he doesn't know anything else. Mm. I don't know. Sad. Yeah. Yeah. Life is a bit sad sometimes, but at other times it's not. And uh, this is a cheerful song. <laughs> Now, I'm going to play a cheerful song by Bob Dylan, who doesn't always write cheerful songs, mm. but I like this one. It's bluesy and it makes me feel good. It's called By and By. By and by, I breathe in a lover's sigh. While I'm sitting on my watch. So I can be on time I'm singing love's praises With sugar-coated rhyme By and by On you I'm casting my eye I'm painting the town Swinging my partner around While I know who I can depend on I know who to trust I'm watching the roads, I'm studying the dust, I'm painting the town, making my last go round. Well, I'm scuffling and I'm shuffling and I'm walking on briars. I'm not even acquainted with my own desires. I'm rolling slow I'm doing all I know I'm telling myself I found true happiness That I've still got a dream That hasn't been repossessed I'm rolling slow Going where the wild roses grow Pointless. 
Just by saying words for the sake of it. Do you know anyone called Jenny? Jenny? Mm. No. No, a couple of people called Jenny. Uh, neither of them is mad. Mm. Unlike the Jenny in this song, Mad Jenny. Which I'm playing because the group, the vocal group, is called the Merry Wives of Windsor, which is the name of a Shakespeare play. And they're not from Windsor. They're from America. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Mad Jenny.
So, do we have a story of a wronged woman who uh, cursed the sailors and then there happened to be a storm and so they thought she was a witch? Is that what happened there? I, or, I think she was a witch. Or was she an X-Man? Yes, like Storm. She has the power to control the weather. It all makes sense. Mm, okay. It all makes sense. Okay. And she wasn't James McAvoy either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was a really cool song. I really liked it. Yes, it's all like sort of folky... Uh, I like folky, weird, eerie songs. Like yeah. that one from ages ago that was like the Decemberists. Oh, yeah. Um, it was about the man and like... Yes. Yes. Oh, just play that again sometimes. Yes, oh. that one. Yeah. That was, I love stuff like that. Some of them are very creepy. Some of the old uh, old English folk songs are very creepy. Mm. In that sense. Yeah. Mm, okay. Well, this isn't creepy. This is uh, obvious. This is the first thing that uh, that that actually that uh, Wigo said to me when I when I said that about the Shakespeare theme. He said Shakespeare's sister. And he didn't mean the Smith song. Mm. He meant the band, the Shakespeare sister. Shakespeare's sister. Although they're Shakespeare's sister without an E on the end mm. of Shakespeare. Which is, you know, one of the many ways William Shakespeare spelt his name. Because mm-hmm. he didn't really care about spelling that much in those days. And uh, I've chosen to play probably the most obvious song from Shakespeare's sister. Because, I don't know really. Because I think I want to hear what you think of it. Shakespeare's sister. Stay. This world is wearing thin And you're thinking of escape I'll go anywhere with you Just wrap me up in chains But if you try to go alone Don't think I'll understand
Shakespeare's sister, on your face, all the things that everyone who hears Shakespeare's sister experienced, just, you experienced. I don't know, because it was like, okay, it's a bit boring, but I was like, what does this mean? And then you were, you said, yeah. and man says about someone who's died, so I was like, okay. So I started listening to that, and I started to think, okay. Mm. But then there's that random bit where she sounded like really sinister, yeah. and it was like, what? And then it caught into like a really big chorus, I was like, okay, this bit's good. Why didn't they just go straight from that bit into the really cool chorus well, again? Why I are they putting this weird like, no, 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 a bit? theory about this. There's two of them. See, Shakespeare's sister originally was just Siobhan Fahey, who was in Bananarama. And she got a bit fed up with all the, uh, you know, the overalls and the espadrilles and the musical direction they were going in. So she went to her solo project, Shakespeare's Sister. But then she brought in this other woman from America, uh, Marcella Detroit, I think her name was. Very great name. Sounds like a sounds like a a, a, a drag queen name, Marcella Detroit. Marcella Detroit. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, Marcella Detroit. And she was the one who suddenly came in with all the gothy grunge rock, <laughs> I think. So I, I think they kind of jammed it together. But having said that, it was a massive hit. It was number one in the UK for eight consecutive weeks. And it was just very... Uh, and a lot of people just thought, that, oh, Shakespeare, that's just... What the heck is that? It's dreadful. Mm. But anyway, they, uh, Siobhan... Fired, uh, fired Marcella in the end and uh, went back to being a solo project. And it was named after the Smith song. Well, there you go. Oh dear. Now you look, now you look cross. Cross. Shakespeare's sisters made you cross. Cross and The most music. Yes. You'll have heard the, um, the famous Shakespeare quote, A horse... A horse! My kingdom for a horse! Yes, I from, heard that on Harbour Street. From Richard III. They said yes? how, apparently that's really inaccurate, how the person he was writing it about yeah. didn't actually say that, and it was the ghost of him at the play, mm. and he said, I would rather had a badger. So then they changed the play to a badger, a badger, my kingdom for a badger, and it's very, very funny. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just really really remember the way uh, Peter Cook did it when he played Richard III in the first episode ever of Blackadder. Mm. 
Blackadder. The horse, the horse, my kingdom, the horse. Anyway, yeah, so, um, My Kingdom for a Horse is the name of a song by Frank Turner. And I'm going to play it to you now. Would you pick your clothes up, put your clothes on, pack your things and go? Tired of sinking this low. Awkward semi-naked coffee conversations fade. Quicker than mistakes that were made. Mornings when I'm coming down, being driven round the bend. Make the days when I'm losing my friends for all the little things that I have done and cannot make amends. Don't you ever kind of wish that the world would just.
Frank Turner. Right, I didn't like it to start with, mm. but now I love it. Mm. Now it's like my favourite thing ever. Yeah, it's really it, cool. It's on, a, it's on a journey in that song. Yeah, like at the beginning, like the first verse, the first verse specifically mm. I didn't like because it sounded like you were singing in the wrong key. It was all sort of it angular. Was like, and I was like, ah, this is horrible. But then it goes that bit when he was like, da da I was like, ah, I love it. Yeah, Frank Turner's an interesting guy. He yeah. sounds like um, Oasis. I, don't know I thought that he said yeah, he, he, he sings there's like, a vibe of the Gallagher's about it. Mm. Um, it's so much but it's better. better. It's better. It's deeper. It's, it's more so texture. It's almost like uh, sort of George Harrison as well, kind mm. of vibe to there. But he, he's an English guy, born in Bahrain, and um, yeah, he's 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 done loads of albums. That's really good. Um, he's 36 now, but yeah, he's done. He's he's uh, yeah, he's he's done a lot of stuff worth looking into. Mm. And he he plays like on his own, but he he does he plays live with a band. So uh, yeah. Excellent. Well done, Frank. That's really cool. Or Dave, as you're sometimes called for some reason. Well, that was... Uh, I don't know what... Uh, there was nothing in that song about My Kingdom for a Horse uh, <laughs> or anything. It's cool. Um, what? Mm, what does it mean? Well, Mike, it's like, it's like he's stuck on the battlefield, right, Richard? Yeah, I know what it means. All right, well, I'm just saying for the listeners. Okay. And, he, you know, oh, funny, I need a horse to get out of here. I'll give it, I'll give you my kingdom if I had a horse. Yeah. Which is kind of silly because then he wouldn't need the horse. Yeah. He's got the kingdom to go to. But anyway. Irony. So clearly, I think that's what he was getting at. Mm. Some kind of great big need. Anyway. Um, you know, in, in, in a, a, a typical brilliant frog box segue, we're going to go into Richard III by Supergrass.
Supergrass, and I think that's very typical of the Britpop era of the mid to late uh, 1990s. That uh, Richard III, the reason that it was called Richard III was they had uh, a habit, apparently, of creating working titles for songs based on people's names, mm. and that was the third one they'd called Richard. <laughs> but then they liked it because Richard III is a yeah. sort of evil character, and it kind of fitted the vibe of the song. Mm. So it doesn't it actually anything to do with the Shakespeare play or, or the king, but, you know, pff, it's art. Supergrass, yeah. Mm, Supergrass. What happened to them? Probably got old and bored and fed up with all these young people coming. I don't know. I don't know. I can't speak for Supergrass. I don't know. Maybe they had a great time. Maybe they've all retired and they spend all their days on the beach in Lanzarote. Maybe they don't. I don't know. Not for me to say. Not for me to guess. Really. I wanted to know. I could look it up. Google, mm-hmm. Wikipedia. Phone up their manager. I don't know. If I really wanted to know, I don't really want to know. So we'll leave them to get on with their lives, shall we? Yes. They won't bother us if we don't bother them. Uh-huh. Thank you, Supercross. We'll draw a line under that. Like that. And that's done. Now, it's time for one of these. It's a TV theme. It's a TV theme. It's a TV theme. It's a TV theme. But it's not a TV theme. Oh. It's some music from a TV program called The Leftovers. And it is called The Quality of Mercy, which is another famous Shakespeare quote. So what I have diddly done is I have got a recording of an actress saying the Quality of Mercy speech, and I've put it over the music, the Quality of Mercy music, to make something different. So I've made a mashup, a little gentle Shakespeare mashup of a Shakespeare speech and an unrelated piece of music from a TV show which is called the same as the speech. Okay. And this is what it sounds like. Quality of mercy is not strained. It droppeth as the gentle rain from heaven upon the place beneath. It is twice blessed. It blesseth him that gives and him that takes. Tis mightiest in the mightiest. Comes the throned monarch better than his crown. His scepter shows the force of temporal power. The attribute to awe and majesty, wherein doth sit the dread and fear of kings.
But mercy is above this scepted sway. It is enthroned in the hearts of kings. It is an attribute to God himself. And earthly power doth then show likest gods when mercy seasons justice. Therefore, Jew, though justice be thy plea, consider this, that in the course of justice none of us should see salvation. We do pray for mercy. And that same prayer doth teach us all to render the deeds of mercy. I have spoke thus much to mitigate the justice of thy plea. Which if thou follow, this strict court of Venice must needs give sentence against the merchant there. The quality of mercy is not strained. Power of words and music combined. That was brilliant. Hmm. I really like that music. Yeah. And it was fit really well. There's a whole load more like that from that uh, program. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the leftovers. Good. Well, that's quietened us down and calmed us down, hasn't it? So, uh, it's uh, let's have a last go at the contest. I'll play it one more time, and then when we come back, uh, we will reveal all the answers. Woo-hoo. Tomorrow. And tomorrow, and tomorrow, creeps in this petty pace. From day to day to the last syllable of recorded time. And all our yesterdays have lighted fools the way to dusty death. Out. Out. Brief candle. Life's but a walking shadow. A poor player that struts and frets his hour upon the stage and then is heard no more. It is a tale told by an idiot full of sound and fury signifying nothing. Felix Stowe Radio, 107.5 FM. Sunday Frog Box with Andy Kimber on Felix Stowe Radio, 107.5 FM. So, yes, well done, Ali, for getting all five, finally, with a little bit of help. And uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Google again. And well done, Mum, for getting four of them. So I'll tell you who they were. The first one was Orson Welles. I think possibly the dodgiest Scottish accent there. Was he doing a Scottish accent? Yeah, well, he was trying. I thought he was just going, Tomorrow. 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 I mean, yeah. How would you do Orson it? Welles. He was a, a very, very famous actor from long ago. Have you heard of the movie Citizen Kane? 
Yes. That was him. I, I've heard of it. I haven't seen it, but yeah. I know it's a thing. The third man, that sort of thing. Anyway, that was him. Uh, then you heard... Well, you heard... You heard Sir Ian McKellen... Giving us his Macbeth. Very good. Very good. Oh, very good. I like it. Ian McKellen. And after that, you heard Patrick Stewart. Mm-hmm. Patrick Stewart. Out. Out. I don't know who that Brief is. Brief candle. Patrick Stewart. Dr. X. Who? Uh, Jean-Luc Picard from Star Trek. Patrick Stewart. You don't know who Patrick Stewart is? I know is. his name, but I haven't seen anything he's done or what he looks like. Patrick Stewart? Sorry. <sighs> anyway, yeah. And then, after Patrick Stewart, we had... What did we have after Patrick Stewart? We had... Uh, now, you said James McAvoy. Yeah. Which is interesting because it wasn't. It was it was Michael Fassbender. Okay. Although James McAvoy... Because James McAvoy, in the, in the rebooted X-Men, mm-hmm. played Dr. X... And Michael Fassbender played Magneto, his friend and enemy. And in the original X-Men films, Patrick Stewart played Dr. X, and Ian McKellen played Magneto. Crazy. And the last one was Alan Cumming. I don't know who any of these people. He was Nightcrawler in X-Men 2. I haven't seen any of them. And uh, he was also... You've seen Spy Kids. Have I? Haven't you? I don't know. Okay, he was in that. Goldeneye... Okay, Alan Cumming, you recognise his face. I'm sure you'll recognise his face. Anyway, okay. so that's who they were. When you first said that, I thought you were going to say it was Alan Carr. I was like, that was not Alan Carr. Alan Carr. Oh, tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. Oh, I love Alan Carr. Ouch, brief candle. My favourite thing is when Alan Carr did an interview oh, with RuPaul. Brief candle. That was brilliant. Oh, would you like a drink? Oh, what have I got, got here? Oh, I got a lovely selection. <laughs> Calm down. I love chatty, oh, man. It's so good. So, yes, Alan Carr, yes. Right, right. moving on. <laughs> <laughs> moving on, moving on. <laughs> yeah, so well done, Ali. Uh, big thumbs up over the radio. You didn't see that, but there are four thumbs up in the studio here. All right, well, it's time for some Rush and uh, Limelight.
Well, I'm going to fade rush there because uh, we've got to go soon. I'm going to play a long one to finish with. Mm-hmm. We're going to play Something Wicked This Way Comes by the Enid, and it's quite long. So I want to say thank you very much for listening thank and for you. taking part and uh, indeed for, for giving us hope that there are <laughs> people out there who like this sort of thing or at least are so addicted to it that they can't yeah. not listen to it even if they hate it. So if that's you, get some help. Um, that uh, song by Rush there, Limelight, is, uh, is a paraphrase of uh, some All the World's a Stage speech from As You Like It, which is why it was Shakespeare. But I'm going to finish with this, and I hope you like what I'm going to do here. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you again next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Love you all, especially you. Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow creeps in this petty pace from day to day to the last syllable of recorded time and all our yesterdays have lighted fools the way to dusty death out out Brief candle. Life's but a walking shadow. A poor player that struts and frets his hour upon the stage and then is heard no more. It's a tale told by an idiot full of sound and fury.
tomorrow, and tomorrow, and tomorrow creeps in this petty pace. From day to day to the last syllable of recorded time. And all our yesterdays have lighted fools the way to dusty death. Out. Out. Brief candle. Life's but a walking shadow. A poor player that struts and frets his hour upon the stage and then is heard no more. It's a tale told by an idiot full of sound and fury signifying nothing. Don't drink and drive.